It is May the 1st, 2019. I am Steve Gerwick, the webmaster of net. your source for all the pro wrestling news and information. One click away at Gerwick.net. And today I have a very special guest on my line. I'd like to welcome the very beautiful, the very talented, a professional wrestler. She also does fitness modeling, bodybuilding. I'm going to give you today the one, the only, Jennifer Thomas. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, and I love that you say the one and only, because you got that right. I am the one and only Jennifer Thomas, and I'm so happy to be here today talking to you, because I know that we've been planning this for a long, long time, and we finally made it happen today. So Make it happen. thrilled to be here right now with you. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. We've been uh, following your career for quite a while at Gerwick.net, all the way back to the WW developmental days, uh, Deep South and Ohio Valley Wrestling, which we'll uh, we'll talk about. But uh, before we go backwards, let's kind of go forwards. And what's currently going on with Jennifer Thomas in terms of wrestling? I know you do some uh, lingerie fighting as well. What are you up to these days? Pretty much everything that gets me in trouble. That's what I'm up to. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like things are really exciting. Like, like I am so happy with this time of my life right now because I see a lot of things moving forward and taking off for me. Um, my next event is the uh, lingerie cage fighting, which is May 24th in Las Vegas. And I just recently had my first win last month. Congratulations. So I plan on keeping my, thank you, thank you. Um, I plan on keeping my winning streak. I just hired um, an undefeated catch wrestler, Raul Ramirez. He's also a national kickboxing champion and the founder of Catch Wrestling Alliance. And um, I just started training with him today, actually. And he's helping me uh, get myself prepared for my next opponent on May 24th. So I'm going to get stronger and uh, meaner. Because I don't know if you know anything about catch wrestling, but it's pretty much no holds bar, and um, it's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a woman that likes to get dirty and play dirty, so catch wrestling is perfect for me. So um, let's start right there with lingerie fighting. I know, you know, my genre is is pretty much professional wrestling. We talk a little bit about mixed martial arts, a little bit UFC, Bellator, etc. For someone that has never seen lingerie fighting. What, how do you describe it? Just kind of like regular MMA, except we're just in lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the I believe it's a three-minute three round or five. I'm not sure. Um, and then basically we just uh, go in there and we fight our opponent. And, um, you know, it's just a uh, – it's interesting because it's like se- – it's sexy, it's brutal, and it's um, – challenging and there's a lot of heart involved you know and a lot of people might go oh this is just like a tna match it's not just a tna match um there's a lot of action and there's a lot of intensity going along with it so don't look at it as just pretty girls in lingerie because there's a lot more going on besides that so yeah and that's why i like really like it so far and uh, i'm jenny bloody valentine on the show so how did you get involved with that i was just curious well believe it or not I was doing Sin Bodhi's freak show wrestling and I used to drive out to do a show out in Vegas and I was doing a match and one of the agents for the lingerie fighting championships was in the audience. And so he came and grabbed me after my match and 
I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. Let's do it. Next thing you know, like I'm on a, I did the hard rock. That was our first event or my first event with them. And then we ended up flying out to Slovakia and it's been, you know, an exciting adventure so far with working with them, you know, but it all began with the freak show wrestling with Sam Bodie. Wow. Mm-hmm. And how was the, uh, how was the genre doing? Is it drawing well? Is it? Absolutely. Yes. People are coming to see it. Like our YouTube channels are like exploding, like, you know, so it's really gaining a lot of, uh, gaining a lot of momentum quickly. So uh, I'm excited to be on board with it as it grows. Mm-hmm. You started in uh, Deep South with the WW Developmental Territory. I know you were in Ohio Valley Wrestling. So if you take us take us kind of back to professional wrestling, I know you were a bodybuilder, ran track in, in high school, and obviously very athletic. Uh, how did you get interested in professional wrestling back in the day? Well, I started in fitness up in Seattle, Washington, and... I decided that if I wanted to get serious about fitness, I needed to be with the best of the best of them. And where was that? That was the Mecca, Venice Beach, California. So I literally just packed up my car and drove to California, stayed in a hostel, and like which was down the street from Venice Gold's gym, and just made things happen. I, I joined the gym. I started training there. And... I was, I didn't even know wrestling back then. I wasn't like, I wasn't, I didn't follow wrestling. So Mark Henry would be in there. Luther Reigns would be in there. Uh, Stone Cold would be in there. The Rock would even be in there. I did know The Rock. <laughs> and um, who else? I don't know if you know Chris Bell, but he uh, had a brother, Mad Dog Bell, um, who passed away like back in 2008, I believe. But anyways, all these wrestlers just came to me and they kind of planted the seed and they're like, you'd be really good at wrestling. You know, you should try it, you know, and um, I decided to try it, and I started training at UPW with Rick Bassman, and um, and it just took off from there, and I've been at it since, what, 2003. Come cra- on. Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Quite, I know. Quite the journey. Yes, it has been a journey, and like, I left UPW, uh, ended up going to Arizona, and trained with Navajo Warrior with IZW. And then from there, went to Deep South with Bill DeMont. And then from there, went to Louisville, Kentucky with Al Snow, Danny Davis. So it's been quite the, it's been quite the journey. So definitely. As you reflect back, uh, is there any like real memorable uh, moments, matches? Um, you know, as you kind of just reflect on maybe some of the highlights of your, let's say the WW developmental time, the Deep South Ohio Valley. Uh, is there any matches or promos or angles that kind of stick out when you when you reflect back at that point of your life i don't recall like a memorable moment i mean like i had a match where like it was like me and odb and beth phoenix and we were all doing like a tag match together and it was just like it's so awesome to be in the ring with such talented other female wrestlers um you know and it's just like i don't think i appreciated it as much back then as I should have, you know, but like now that I see that, I'm like, wow, you know, I was really, really with great quality, great people, great talent and everything, you know? Um, uh, but I think one of the most memorable moments was outside of WWE actually, where I was doing a tour, like a world championship tour for this company where we traveled to Korea, to Japan, to Guam and to Hawaii. And I remember doing a show in Korea 
and it was like at a military base. And I just remember the crowd getting so into our match that I literally just got goosebumps all over. And that was like, wow, like I finally like felt like I connected with the crowd, <laughs> you know, and that was like a huge moment for me because that was the first time I ever felt that, you know, so it was just like that was an amazing moment for me. And it was kind of funny how that was outside of WWE, but you know, it was just the fact that we were able to tell a good story and the crowd was behind it and um, we connected with them. And I wish every match could be that way, but it's a hit or miss with me sometimes. And talk a little bit about, you know, training OVW. Uh, we were just, you were just reminiscing before we did the podcast of uh, some of the girls you'd worked with there. Uh, Katie Lee, who went on to be, what, Winter uh, Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Natty Neidhart was there at the time. Beth Phoenix, who just, they just put in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Rosa mm-hmm. Mendez can, can you just reflect on some of the women you worked with yeah um, yeah most definitely I mean I used to train with everybody you just mentioned pretty much yeah. and you know and CM Punk CM Punk was there and you know Idol Stevens and just so so many so much great talent that I was able to train with and uh, you know we would do our drills together and you know go off and do some shows together and you know put up the ring and do it really was just a whole big family you know and we still are a family and like every time i i'm with wwe now when they're on the west coast you know it's so nice to see them it's like a little family reunion for me um oh, alicia uh, yeah, fox alicia yes yeah, alicia fox and cherry you know, so sherry <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> and um rosa mendez and kelly kelly and marie serena Serena Deeds, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. That's quite a you list. Know, and, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. You know, I think she's now a trainer for WWE out in developmental in Florida now. Yep, that's correct. So, yeah. So it's just like I got to I got to really work with like some amazing, amazing, amazing people, and uh, I'm truly grateful for that. Yeah, you were mentioning so, the, and, uh, you know Bill Demont and Al Snow, Danny Davis. Did you, Probably Rip Rogers was probably down there too. What? Absolutely, I think <laughs> Bill Demont, Bill Demont, and Rip Rogers were like the toughest instructor instructors ever. You know, like Bill Demont was brutal. Like yeah. if you could survive a like one of his classes, like wow, like you know, he was he was brutal. Now Rip Rogers, he was a little bit nicer, but he did like four hour classes. So like by the time you were done, you were completely like exhausted like you weren't even alive anymore you know so uh yeah they were they were tough now with al snow he was more about telling stories psychology promos you know um and you know and and giving a reason of why we were doing something in the ring like why did you just clothesline him down why are you taking him down to only pick him back up you know so it's more psychology stuff which was you know very useful for me and I think psychology was like actually the hardest part for me to understand or for me to grasp in the pro wrestling world. So I was going to ask with all those great trainers, what was some of the best advice they ever offered you? And maybe some advice you could maybe pass on as well. Well, I've gotten advice from like not only just the, the uh, instructors, but some of the wrestlers. Like I remember once I was at a show and Rey Mysterio was there. And I asked him a question, and I was asking for advice, and he goes, you know what you need to do? And I said, what? And he goes, just trust yourself. Trust yourself. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. He just gave me two words, 
trust yourself. But the end, but they had a lot, it had a lot of meaning, right? Don't doubt yourself, just do it, you know? And um, with Al Snow, I would always remember him saying, don't ask, um, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. So I've used that one a lot, you know, but uh, basically, you know, and Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman has been awesome too. Like he was a big person that, you know, like a mentor for me, you know, and uh, basically it's just all about being patient and being persistent and, you know, no matter how you feel, no matter how much doubt you might have or how discouraged you are, like, don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it take control over you. Like, just keep on going, you know, and um, so that's pretty much it. And then I ended up moving back to the West Coast and, uh, you know, pursued a whole other avenue of wrestling. But I still keep in contact with the people that, you know, with WWE and stuff. And it's been nice. Did you know that... um Al Snow now owns Ohio Valley Wrestling? Yes, I heard that. I think that's awesome. I would love to go back, just, you know, go back for a visit. You but, should, uh, yeah, you should do that. I know. I, <laughs> I know IZW in Arizona is having a reunion in, in a couple weeks. But my, my schedule is so busy, I'm not going to be able to make it. But, yeah, I would love to go back to the places where I used to live and train at. What ultimately happened with WWE? You were under contract to them for a while with the developmental. What happened? What did they tell you? And, and do you feel like maybe, I don't know, I know it's been a few years, but do you ever think that maybe the door could be open to you know, possibly going back someday? I think anything is possible. I do not believe in limitations. I believe doors are open for you at all times. It's just, you know, like how bad do you want it or like, and it's not even about how bad I want it anymore because I know I really wanted it bad back then. You know, and now I'm more relaxed and laid back. And it's a great feeling to feel that way where I'm not like, you know, I don't feel desperate. I don't feel needy to be like a famous pro wrestler <laughs> or a diva. Um, but I believe that basically, you know, if I want it to happen, all I need to do is send an email to John Cohn or, you know, one of the agents and get myself in there and I know that they will they've always said yes to me every time I've emailed them so like it's just kind of more up to me um and as far as like getting on I was I used to be karma you know and that was my my wrestling character back then and then they ended up buying my name off of me and giving it to awesome Kong and then awesome Kong left after three months of tv and I'm like see that's what happens when you don't take the real karma that's karma Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to return to WWE or I would love to be like just whatever and be like the real karma. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, even if it was just a one one match with WWE, I'd be so happy. You know, one televised match. So, um, so yeah. But like my, my, my goals have changed in life. You know, it's like I'm so happy that that was my main goal back then because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And I'm still doing what I love to do. I still, I wrestle, I make money from it. And, you know, I feel very fulfilled in my life. So for me, I've, I've won in a way, you know, so I have no bitter feelings towards them. And I, like you said, like, the, yeah, there's a chance. Anything's possible. So time will always tell the truth. So we'll see. Now, I know you're very busy with your schedule, uh, training on the road. Do you get a chance to watch 
the current products? Do you watch Raw or SmackDown or even Impact? Do you kind of know what's going on, the storylines? Is there any characters that jump out at you? Uh, maybe somebody you'd like to work with that's currently on the on the current scene? No, not really. I haven't been really following wrestling these days as far as watching it on television. So I can't, there's nobody like, you know, like I, you know, I just like seeing the people when I do watch TV and television, I like seeing the people I used to train with in OVW, like Dolph Ziggler, you know, um, uh, The Miz, you know, it's, it's great to see them and see how successful they've become. But I haven't really been following the product at all, and maybe I should be. But again, it's not. It's like WWE is not my main focus anymore. It's kind of like I'm working on building my own empire, <laughs> you know. And if WWE happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but I still have a passion for wrestling. You know, I, I still have a passion for pro wrestling per se too. Pro wrestling. You know, so, yes. Yes. Pro wrestling. We talk about that a lot on yeah. our podcast. Pro wrestling, mm-hmm. not just sports entertainment, but pro wrestling. You know, go figure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we we mm-hmm. want pro wrestling, so uh, that would be great to see yeah. uh, see more pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, damn it! Y- yeah, as you said, Thank you. stranger things have happened, so you, you just never know. And I, I was wondering too. Um, you know, there's TNA out there, Impact Wrestling. Over the course of time, have you ever had feelers from them or called them? Has there ever been a possibility of working with them? A long time ago, I, I tried for TNA, but I didn't pursue it, like, aggressively. And then, but now, like, I've been hearing about AEW, and I have their contact information, and I've been thinking about sending my stuff into them. Um, do it you know just kind of like yeah i think i'm going i think i'm going to you know it can't hurt no you know so it's just you know again if these are opportunities that if there's an open door why not go for it you know the the worst thing they can do is say no and if they say no who cares go to another store there's so many other things out there for you you know you don't have to limit yourself to one thing so i i think i am going to do that just go for aew send my stuff into billy gunn i believe is who's in charge of that See what can come out of it. Do it. I know you've been not watching the product too closely, but this is the women's revolution. <laughs> I know. The women are everywhere Perfect right now. Time we, for we, me. Yeah, we've got WOW mm-hmm. Wrestling. We've got Shine Wrestling, which is all women as well. You know, we, we've seen women, all women shows independently. I'm getting press releases all the time. You know, there's a one just by me, an all women show, a, a regular independent show. You can see all the women of, women of wrestling. So, there's definitely a need for that. There's a demand for that right now. I think they're constantly looking for women to fill a role on television. So why not? I mean, I, I don't know. Did you ever feel like, you know, now with we just had Ronda Rousey and uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair headline WrestleMania, maybe you just started a little bit too late? I don't know, because back then, you know, way back then, it was you, you talk about divas. I mean, I was thinking divas was, you know, bra and panties mm-hmm. and, and just – basically exposing themselves was all they were out there for. And now we're in a situation where, you know, these women compete, these women can wrestle, these women can, can ground and pound on the mat. So it, it's a, it's an all new ball game today. And do you ever feel like maybe you just came along just a little bit too late on that scene that maybe this would be, this is, this is the right time for you. Yes. And you know what? And maybe this is exactly why I need to like get on a computer when I get one and uh, go and apply with AEW. 
you know, because you're right. Because I've always felt like I've been an athlete, and I'm like the real deal. I'm not. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to put down the divas at all. But I'm saying I'm incapable of holding my own in the ring. And you know what else I believe is like because of my age, I'm like 45 years old, and you think, oh well, who's going to hire her at 45? 45. Absolutely. You can't be 45. Come on. You're lying to me, right? No way. (laughs) Yeah. No way. So, like, I'm thinking it would be amazing to, like, be be like that and be an inspiration for other women saying, hey, don't use age as a limitation of why you can't do something. You know, like, I don't look 45. I can still move like I'm 25, you know. Um, So, as far as I'm concerned, I belong in the ring at my age. You know, and as far as what's my longevity, it doesn't matter. There's people that's in their 20s and they get hurt, you know, six months down the line and then out of a wrestling career. So to me, it's like, uh, yeah, I would love to just go there and be an inspiration for other women just saying, hey, you know, like, don't give up on your dream. It doesn't matter how old you are. You know, it doesn't matter how short you are because I'm five foot one, you know, and I've always felt like people just don't take me seriously because I'm five foot one. Um, you know, just do it. Do it and don't put limitations on yourself. I don't even believe the sky's the limit. <laughs> so <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Well, what is the key to that? Because you, you just said you don't look 45, which you definitely don't. Um, you can bump like you're 25. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. W- what is the key to what What's the... What's the one the thing? Secret? Yeah, what is the yeah, yeah, what is the secret? Is is there a diet? Is there an exercise? Is it an attitude? What is it? How how do you do that? I know what it is and I'm going to tell you what it is. Ooh. It's it's for me it's one thing. It's passion. It's passion. If you have passion for what you do, everything will come together for you. You will just automatically naturally feel the urge to go to the gym. You won't be like everybody else that you hear. Oh, I don't feel like going. I don't want to go. How about we just go to the movies instead? No, no. You're not going to say, no, I don't want to go to the movies. I want to go to the gym. And you're just going to naturally feel that urge to go to the gym. And that's all comes with like that passion, that fire within yourself that you feel like you're being led to something. And if you just listen to it and obey it, Everything is going to fall into place the way it should, and it's going to give you the gifts that maybe other people may not get because they're not listening to their heart, you know, and I think I've been blessed with keeping a youthful appearance, being able to keep my body in such great shape throughout the years without any injuries. I've never been injured once, ever, so, you know, I mean, a couple bruises here and there, but that's about it, so I feel like this is my destiny. If you have passion, you have nothing to worry about. That's awesome. Passion. Mm, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Passion. Yeah, you need to uh, maybe bottle that up. Passion. <laughs> Catch it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you... but I believe that so many, so many people, unfortunately, don't. They see. They like. They, they think on physical terms, on their five senses. You have to think past that. There's something deeper than what we see, that we hear, that we feel. I don't, I don't want to sound cuckoo, but there's like magical powers out there. There's the universe. There's the universe. And if, if you can connect with it, the world will come at you with a golden platter on its hand and you can just, you know, you just know to do it. You know, that's why I'm not worried about WWE anymore. 
Like, I'm not trying to force my life to go anywhere anymore. I'm just, like, going with the flow of things. And uh, ever since I started doing that, I've been so much more content. And I'm still ambitious. It's not like I'm lazy. And things have been working out for me. So, yes. Enjoy life to the fullest. Exactly. Yes. We only have one life to live, so do what you want to do. And don't listen to anybody else that tells you you're crazy and that you can't do it. Because... I've been told that many, 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 many times. Well, but while we're talking about, you know, passion and, and what, you know, outside the ring, dieting, exercise, what does Jennifer Thomas like to do outside the ring, outside the cameras? Um, what are your interests? What are your hobbies? What are things that you like to do when you're not the public, uh, Jennifer Thomas? Well, when I get asked that question, it kind of like, it's kind of, stops me dead in my tracks because then I have to think really hard what do I enjoy doing <laughs> because because I think everything that I do already in life I'm already enjoying it so like even going to the gym I enjoy it I enjoy getting into the ring everything I do I enjoy so it's like fun for me so it's just awesome that I get kind of like paid for it <laughs> um, but you know if I have nothing to do absolutely nothing usually I'm just being a bum, to be honest with you, I'm like, I'm like resting. I'm like resting and enjoying the, you know, the resting moments. I'm not really going out and having fun, but I do, I do like to like go to restaurants and go do different things that I haven't done before, you know, um, but I don't really do that much and maybe I should start, but I don't really have the time. <laughs> so not TV, not movies, not books. Well, I do yeah. read books. I do read books, and I, I, um, yeah, I like to read, like, like right now I'm a book called The Master Key System, you know, and it's just all about, you know, following the principles of uh, how to tap into the universe and keeping yourself on track and keeping your energy fields on right, on target and stuff like that, and it's like a different language, you know, like I said, people might think I'm cuckoo, but I'm not, I'm just... I'm just uh, following the laws of the universe, that's all. Do you ever think, you know, when you were back at Ohio Valley Wrestling and Deep South, uh, obviously you worked with some very talented girls, did you ever think that we would be here in 2019 where the girls would headline WrestleMania? Did that, did that ever occur to you that where you were, you were not that far removed from the Diva era where, and you know, you were saying, I don't want to put the Divas down, and you know, they served a purpose for that Attitude Era. I mean, that Tori Wilson and, mm -hmm. and Stacey Keebler and some of those girls that pranced around like they did. But, I mean, now we've come really full circle, and now it's more about the athletic competition. Did you ever think we'd be here? No. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't either. I did not. <laughs> I didn't. But I'm so happy that it's become that way, you know, because it's like – it's about time. That's all I have to say. It's about time that women get recognized for their talent and for, you know, and are respected as not only as entertainers, but as athletes as well, you know, and um, I think it's amazing and I'm so happy to see it happen. And it's just, I'm thrilled and I hope it continues, you know, and I think it all kind of started with like, you know, Ronda Rousey, and just like now, like everybody wants to see the women more than they want to do the men. It's like, I love it. You know, it's about, like I said, it's about time. So I'm all for it. I hope it continues. And it's great female empowerment. 
and you know it's just uh, it's it's great for us. The only question, so, the only question, it's nice really, to see that that change. Did it happen too soon? I mean, because once you get there, once you've headlined WrestleMania, I mean, that's the pinnacle of wrestling is WrestleMania still. You know, where does it go from here? Can you keep that momentum? Do you need to constantly have new stars? I mean, Ronda Rousey, all the reports we're hearing is she wants to take a break from wrestling. She wants to start a family. So she could be gone for a while. You have obviously big shoes to fill there. But, you know, did it happen too soon? And, you know, can they really keep this momentum, you know, moving forward? I think there's a perfect timing for everything and things evolve and change is good. So I think actually change, you know, keeps the interest going. I believe you have to have like a turnover. You have to have a change of events, you know, um, because that's what it's all about. You know, if you, if you keep something for too long and if it's not really meant to happen, things will get stale. So, you know, I'm all about change and progression and you never know, you know, when she comes back, she might be better, you know? So I always believe that there's a perfect time, a perfect place. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll, uh, time will speak the truth for everything. That's what I say. But, um, I think it's, I think, you know, changes, change is good overall. You know, if they ever would bring you on the scene, what would you prefer to be, a baby face or a heel? What, which one better fits your true personality? You know, I'm a Libra, and I'm, <laughs> that means I'm both. Like, I love being a baby face, and I love being a heel. I feel more comfortable being a baby face, I think, in the ring. But I think I would, yeah, I would have to say a baby face. But I could play a heel if I need to, but I feel like, I like to have fun in the ring, and I like to like have the crowd behind me and all that good stuff. So, so baby face from from my personality, anyways. You know, if they were still doing all that um, diva stuff, the the bra and panties stuff, would that be something that you would gravitate towards, or would you gravitate away from that today? Well, I'm doing the freaking bra and panty lingerie cage fighting. <laughs> True. <laughs> um. But for pro wrestling, I'd probably keep that separate, and I would, you know, I would more, I would be more of a professional gear kind of woman, you know, uh, show more seriousness, give more seri- seriousness to the sport. You know, I think that the lingerie cage fighting is more fantasy, fantasy oriented. Right. You know, so. But with pro wrestling, I take that more serious. I take pro wrestling more serious than cage fighting. <laughs> so, how funny how funny is that pro wrestling mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. pro wrestling is a really really tough sport i think people underestimate pro wrestling you know it takes a lot of uh thick skin um to do and strong mind and a strong heart and a strong body i don't know honestly i don't know how these guys and girls now how do they do this schedule where they're just on the road constantly? You know, when you're doing television and you're doing house shows and you're doing pay-per-views and then you're going overseas and you're going back and you're going to Mexico. And it's just, how do you stay fit? How do you keep your mind in order? It's, it's just got to be a grueling, just a grueling schedule. Yeah. Well, I haven't had to go through that, <laughs> but... I admire those that are able to do that because I know I probably go nuts. And I've always said, 
the hardest part isn't what you do inside the ring. The hardest part is what you have to do outside of the ring. You know, and like you just said, the traveling and, you know, the scheduling and when are you going to get your workout in and how are you going to eat the right foods, being on the road, driving, you know, 600 miles to get to a show or whatever. You know, it's it's a tough, tough, tough business. And like I said, you have to be strong in all areas, strong mind, strong body, strong spirit. You know, if you're lacking in one, you're not going to be very happy. So, um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with, you know, what you do is you've got to travel around. Is there any place yet to go that you kind of wish you, you get to one of these days? As far as, like, doing a show or just traveling? To? Just traveling. A Thailand always comes up to my mind. I Thailand. don't know why. Yeah, Thailand. Hmm. I, would, I would like to go to Thailand and then also Greece. Those two places, yeah. Um, but don't ask me why. Those are just some <laughs> places that come in my head that, I, like, I want to go to. So, yeah. What's, what's the worst place you've traveled to? Hmm. The worst place. People, culture, food, hospitality, weather. That always has a factor, too. I didn't enjoy Arizona that much. Too hot. Um, yes, extremely too hot. too hot. I would never want to like live in the Midwest. I think it's just like like the rural, rural can't even say the word, rural areas. Like, there's just too, too out, like out. I could not live in the boonies. There's no way. You know, um, I haven't really experienced any bad areas where, like, but I'm just happy that I'm passing through them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, I haven't I haven't had that experience yet. Uh, with today's wrestling, is there one woman you like to work with? Is there like a dream opponent that somebody you've never faced that you would like to tangle tangle with in the ring? Well, yes. Um, Mickey James. Mickey James. I, I'm Mickey James. I, I would love to wrestle with Mickey James. And she was at OVW at the same time I was, but we never got a chance to work together. Wow. And I believe that we have the same kind of, uh, I don't want to say, we're not the same, but we are the same. Like, I, I just feel like I could connect with her really, really well in the ring if we were to work together. Um, I've always enjoyed working with Beth Phoenix. I've always thought she was the full package deal. Like, she knew how to do everything perfectly. So I really looked up to Beth, and, but I've already worked with her in the ring. Uh, and Mickey James is someone that I haven't worked with that I would absolutely love to. I mean, Beth is retired, and she still mixes up in the ring. So who knows, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> right. Do you have any uh, really good, interesting uh, road stories, uh, gags, ribs, anything that uh, happened along the way? Not that I can think of offhand. I mean, I have one, but it's, I don't think it would be appropriate to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like probably, it was like, it's probably the most funniest one, but I can't, I don't think I could tell you because it's just, it's just too out there. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll tell you when we're off the podcast. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be interested in that story. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, but no, I don't really have any have any road stories. I mean, it was cool. Like when we used to ride, when I used to ride with uh, me, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, 
Ryback. We would all ride together with um, my boyfriend at the time. It was Jack Bull. Um, you know, it'd just be cool. It'd be cool to just like just be on the road with them and just hear their stories, you know, and um, how we just we just all got along really well. You know, there was no animosity. There was no competition. We knew that, you know, we were there to do a job and what we do is we make our opponent look better than what they are. That's what we wanted to do. Just always help each other. When you help the other person shine, you shine. That's what I say. Well, you know, you mentioned Cody Rhodes there and, and you were mentioning AEW before. I don't know what do you mm-hmm. what do you think of them? Uh starting a new group now. Um, we, we know some of the talent's been announced. Uh, you know, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Chris Chris Jericho is going to be a part of this group. Uh, how do you think they're going to do? Is this the right time? Do you think they have the right backers? Just what's your overall opinion of uh, of them right now? I'm honest. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know where it's going to go. I think it has a lot of great big names. That it has a lot of potential to go somewhere. But does it? I don't know. You know, and, you know, has anyone ever been able to really achieve, like, a WWE level? No, you know, but who knows? Like, anything is possible. So I'm kind of curious as far as finding that out, and I hope it does become a huge success. There's a lot of people on AEW right now that I totally love and adore, and I would love to see their success as a whole together. So I think it would be amazing and awesome if they really, really, really took off, you know, but right now I don't know, you know, but I hope to see it. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out goek.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. If you want to truly style and profile and tell it like it is, you got to be wearing the official t-shirt. Head over right now to prowrestlingtees.com slash gurik. That is the official merchandise store of gurik.net. Eight great designs, $17.99. Plus shipping and handling will get you one of our shirts. Check them out today, prowrestlingtees.com slash gurik. They ship internationally, domestically, PayPal, debit, credit, you name it, they got it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. And for the latest in pro wrestling news, keep it locked to Gurick.net, your number one source on the World Wide Web for the latest in pro wrestling news since 1997. How well do you know the McMahons, uh, Vince, Stephanie, Shane? Just your opinions of them in general? Um, I don't know them really well, but I have a funny story that I could tell you uh, that Absolutely. happened yeah. in my beginning, the beginning of my, my pro wrestling days when I was at UPW. Um, basically, I was told I was going to a tryout, and I was told that if I saw Vince McMahon, that I need to clear his way, like literally, like like step aside and let him like walk past me or whatever. And I'm like, what? Like, you mean like treat him like a god? <laughs> you know? And, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right? Like, he's, you know, I respect this man, but to like, you know, bow down to him or something. No, I'm not going to do that. And so here I am backstage and this, here's Vince McMahon walking right towards me. And I kept on thinking, I'm not walking to the side. I'm not walking to the side. I will shoulder tackle him if I have to, you know? Um, but 
he actually, so I was right there, and he stopped me and goes, how are you young ladies doing? Because I was with uh, another girl that was at the tryout. And um, we said, great. And I'm like, was looking for the bathroom. I'm like, do you know where the restroom is? And Vince showed me where the restroom was, you know. So that was my Vince McMahon experience. But I was just like, you know, I didn't. I wasn't a believer of just, you know, clearing the path. It just wasn't me, like who I was. You know, I understand respect, but you know, there's a point where. I wondered if, if someone out there is listening that would be interested in getting into professional wrestling. You've obviously have gone through the training, worked in the ring performed in front of live audiences somebody that's considering going into professional wrestling what kind of tips or advice would would you give somebody like that well for me it was different because i never searched for pro wrestling pro wrestling basically came to me i didn't go to it um but for anyone that's searching you know start with google you know and see you know like make sure you read reviews and get like some research on whatever pro wrestling schools nearby you because you want to make sure that you're going to one that has great instructors and great teachers. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's some places where people just kind of do it for the money. You don't want to go for places that just do it for the money. You want to do it for places that really have your best interest to heart and want to see you grow. And we'll take that time to teach you the fundamentals and the basics and just, you know, nurture you. Uh, throughout, you know, throughout your pro wrestling journey. Um, I see some people that, you know, they don't even have a month's worth of training and now they're trying to do their first show. No, that's not where you want to be. You do not want to be doing your first show, you know, when you still don't know how to do forward rolls and back rolls. So uh, you just got to make sure that you do your research, reach out to other wrestlers and say, hey, what do you think? You know, even if you don't know that wrestler, even send them an Instagram message, you know, just do what you need to do to make sure you're in the right spot. Because being in the right spot is where you need to be, because that's what's going to help you advance and move forward with your pro wrestling career. Man, I see so many videos of people just taking insane bumps and, and risks. And I think you're just going about this the, all the wrong way, you know. Learn something yes. first before you put right. your body on the line like that. Make make it mean something, not just to do one cheap pop or something out there. It's just... Well, a lot of people want to show, you know, they want to get their high-flying stuff in. They want to show how great they are. And, you know, to be honest with you, there's only so much high-flying stuff that I could see in a match before I actually get bored. I'm like, okay, how many times are they going to do that backflip? How many whatever, whatever. I mean, I would rather have a solid good fundamental match that would be entertain even more entertaining to me than the high flying it's good to have some high flying spots here and there but you have to put it in the right spaces of the match you know um it can't just be all of it you know unless you're in lucha libre so uh so yeah that's how that's how that's my opinion i think you have to have a good solid foundation you have to know the basics the fundamentals you have to be able to know how to lock up chain wrestle you know, do a little shoulder tackle, drop down, leapfrog, hip toss, arm grab, drop kick. You know, <laughs> Dude, start with the basics. Learn the basics and then grow from go. But don't try to jump too high too quickly because as far as I'm concerned, 
Haste makes waste. I'll leave it at that. Well said. And I'll have one more question for you. Looking back at your career, in and out of the ring, uh, any regrets? Anything you'd wish you could do over differently as you reflect? No. I have no regrets. Even during depressing moments of my life where I felt sad with my wrestling career or I felt like I failed in my wrestling career, I have absolutely no regrets. Everything has been a learning lesson for me, and it's it's given me knowledge and it's put me to where I'm at today. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm very happy where I'm at today. And I'm grateful for everything that I've done in the past. There is, you know, as long as you, like I said, as long as you have that passion, there really is no right or wrong. Um, everything has a purpose to it. So what seems wrong at that time, you're like, well, why did I do that? And then you beat yourself up for it. Don't beat yourself up for it. Just trust, trust in it. Like I was really sad when I left when, when I found, when I was at OVW and then now they were moving to Florida, I had a choice. Was I going to go chase them to Florida or was I going to go back home to the West Coast? And I remember being at the gym and I started to cry because I did not know, what do I do? Do I just keep chasing WWE? Do I keep chasing them? Do I keep whatever? And I'm like, I want to go back home. And so I go back home and now I'm thinking, did I make, the right, did I make that right decision? Did I just give up on my dream? Am I, am I a quitter? You know, and I'm like starting to like beat myself up over it. Do I regret it? No, I don't regret it. Everything happens for a reason. You know, I was meant to go back to the West Coast, and I'm still involved in pro wrestling. I'm still involved with WWE. I haven't lost anything. So, um, so yeah, I have no regrets. Well said. Passion. It's all about the passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, as we uh, as we come to an end here with you. Um, go ahead and plug your social media. How can fans uh, find you on Twitter, Facebook, uh, if you're on there, and what's coming up on on your schedule? Okay, well, on Twitter, it's at uh, Real Jen Thomas, and then um, for my Instagram, it's Russell Jennifer Thomas, and for my Facebook, it's Russell Jennifer Thomas. Um, so those are my social media outlets. And then as far as what's next. Um, what is next for me? I'm having a live session girls event, which is on um, June 15th here in Los Angeles, and I'm excited about because it's my first one, and that's all going to be um, it's going to be everything. It's going to be pro wrestling, mixed wrestling. It's going to be you know producers will be there, and it's just going to be like a big wrestling party. So I'm really excited about it, and that's that's what's next. And also, I'm working with Shelly Martinez. We're working on a project together. It's a it's a secret. But um, it's going to be part of her uh, martinezgirls.com. I'm working with her on something under wraps, but let's just say karma's involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. And I should also mention, you, were, you were mentioned your social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. A lot of great, great interviews with Jen on um, YouTube. So if you do a search for Jennifer Thomas on YouTube, you'll see a lot of great interviews and some interviews in, in a bikini. Yes, yes. All my, uh, all the, yes, exactly. Seeing bikinis, seeing impressions. Yes, I'm like, I'm like the Oprah Winfrey of session wrestling. So go check me out on YouTube too. Well, mm-hmm. Definitely encourage people to do that as well. Okay, so I want to uh, take this opportunity to thank uh, 
the lovely Jennifer Thomas for joining us, and I love the passion. I love what you bring to the table. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you tonight. I know we've been uh, pushing this down the road, and I'm glad we finally got a chance to to talk, and I, I would love to do it again sometime. Yes, absolutely. We'll have to do a Jennifer Thomas update maybe in a couple years and see where I'm at. You know? That sounds really good. But I really, really appreciate you having me. I have a lot of respect for you, and I have a lot of respect for your website because, you know, I know it's been around for how many years? Too long. Too long. (laughs) Never too long. Come on, Steve. But, you know, and I I love that, you know, you've you've just been a great, um, you're a great part of the wrestling industry. And and I'm actually honored to be on your pod, your podcast. So thank you very, very much. Hey, guys, Marty Daniels here. Check out Gerwick.net today for all of your wrestling news, breaking stories, TV recaps, live pay-per-view coverage, pay-per-view archives, complete WWE talent rosters for Raw, SmackDown and NXT. Gerwick.net is your number one source for everything professional wrestling. Woo!